Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. Yes, I love the audience applause. I love that. Makes you feel all good and warm inside. People are applauding you when you come in. Somebody does love us. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Welcome to Both Mics, everybody. Hey, guys. Both Mics, the show about nothing and everything. Welcome, Mike Sofka. And that over there is Mike Taylor. And together, well, we're <coughs> both Mikes. Ah, We are both Mikes. <coughs> Welcome to show number 109 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere. We are live tonight on twitch.tv slash both mics. And uh, you can catch us there every Friday night around 7 o'clock or so. We run about two hours. We run it hot and heavy and... And I think I'm fucking dying. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So how's things, Mr. Safka? How's life? How's the week? Better than, better than your coughing and gagging ass, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you the, slide like the, half a step to your right. Yeah. There you go. Or I can just move my camera. Um, yeah, the, the joys of, of having <laughs> the other right. Yes. The joys of having children in preschool. They bring home every snotty thing you could possibly imagine. <laughs> so it's my turn. Look, I'm centered. Nice. Tom Cruise would be proud. Yeah, Tom that Cruise. Was a, that was a Scientology joke. Yeah, I know. I hear you. But you know my okay. theory about Tom Cruise? Um, he is the same person as Billy Idol because they've never been in the same room together. No, but I do have another Billy Idol reference coming up later on tonight. It's funny you should say that. No, he, um, every movie he's in, there's a scene where he's pumping his arms up and down and running. Every single movie, dude. Really? You can go in every movie. There's a running scene with Tom Cruise, dude. You know, that, that pumping your arms like that is not, not beneficial when you're running, because it exerts more energy and you can't run farther because of your, you're moving your arms like that. You're supposed to kind of keep your arms, keep your arms at your side like that, <laughs> not to your side and, and run like, like that, that would be interesting, but yeah, you're not supposed to pump. You're, you're supposed to bring them back and forth, but you're not supposed to pump your arms. You know, the less muscle movement, the better when you're trying to exert, right. you know, See, run I, faster, run I distance. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Next time, yeah, I'm, track and fields. Next time I'm running from a lion or something like that, I'll not pump my arms as quick. Yeah, don't pump your arms. And, and you know the 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 thought process be, behind running from a lion or an alligator, right? You you don't have to run fast. You just have to run faster than the guy next That's to you. That's correct. That's correct. Yep. <laughs> and that uh, that'll bring us here to my second favorite part of the show. Here, we're gonna get right into it. Here, of course, that's the alien update. <coughs> Five looking alien! Where? Back! Warning! Alien approaching! Warning! Biophysical experiments extremely dangerous for Earth people! That's a pretty good robot. He's a little bit of an alien, too, but I think he's mostly. He's an alien robot. You could be an alien robot, right? Like, not all robots are domestic. I computed the aliens. They are capable of sinister and dangerous acts. You weird alien man! All right, I love the alien update, and I'll explain what the alien update is if you're new to the show. This is about a handful of people who have more money, more power, advanced us more socially, technology-wise, or or what have you. We're talking about Musk, Bezos, Gates. We're talking about Zuckerberg. We're talking about all these people that 
either are aliens themselves or they've had alien intervention, people or aliens aiding them and assisting them, giving them access to alien technologies. Could even be the governments involved with some of these things. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. So uh, anyway, that's what we talk about when we're talking about the alien update here. We're going to start off with Amazon. Amazon is uh, the number one company to work for in 2022, according to LinkedIn. What? Yeah, you can ask. Uh, you, I, you know, I've, I, tr- you know, I, I look at some of these Amazon groups and stuff on social media, and they're, they're definitely not feeling that same thing. So this is all yeah. obviously bullshit. But so, okay, real quick story. Uh, for a short stint, I, I had to work for uh, uh, an airport off off airport parking lot. I was kind of like a little chauffeur kind of guy, shuttle guy. And they had these these nice little buses. And it said, voted number one across the side. It was fantastic. It was beautiful. Great buses, great design. And I was like, okay, one, who voted them number one? Was it the lady behind the desk out back? <clears throat> and number two, there was no other off airport parking in San Antonio. Well, there you go. There you go. So you got to be number one. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Amazon would, voted number would one. Would you care I'd to like guess to some of the who. other companies on this top ten according to LinkedIn? The best companies to work for. I would say I, I wouldn't be surprised if the company I used to work for is on there. What's the name of that company? Accenture. Nope. Nope. They're, they're much better than Amazon. I'll tell you that much. Well, I I believe it. I believe no, it. No weekends and air conditioning, and you get to sit. Coming in at number ten, drum roll. Comcast. <laughs> Number nine, Apple. What? Number eight, Bank of America. Really? Number seven, AT&T. Number six, yeah. IBM. All right, Getting so I've, money. I've given you half of them. Who's at number five now? Number five, all right. Are they... Walmart? It is Walmart, yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's number that's number four. Uh, Coles. No, J.P. Morgan Chase, followed by Wells Fargo at three, and number two behind Amazon is uh, a Tesla. Alphabet or Google. Alphabet, the parent company to Google now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, um, so Tesla not on the top ten. Wells Fargo is in the top five. Yeah, uh, I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm not buying that either. It's all fake. Well, here's some number one. It's all fake. <coughs> well, speaking of Amazon, they're closing. Yes. They're closing four New York sites, leaving many out of work. Some of the most recent companies to leave New York. So they have closing um, or relocating. they had these brick and mortar stores, and then they had a distribution center that they're shutting down there in yeah. in the city. One on Thirty Fourth Street. Get one, out of here in the city. Yeah, one on Columbus Circle, one on wow. Spring Street. I and wonder then, if the one at Columbus Circle is actually the the New York Coliseum, because that yeah that kind of passe now on Fourteenth Street, and then the plant that's uh, I don't know exactly the exact physical location of the plant, but they that um. That's closing. That's going to affect some people too. So they say in that total, it's at least a hundred employees. But that doesn't trickle out to the all the delivery people. I'm sure. Yeah. 
yeah, these might be those those Amazon convenience stores that they they tried setting up. You know, where you you pay with your app. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't a hundred employees actually isn't that bad. When you said New York, I was thinking thousands. Well, no, but you know, there's only like six people that work at each one of these stores, probably right. because no one wants to work anyway. So you know. Right. Wait, one one well, store it's... affects 11, one store affects 20, 14 at another one. Yeah. So, I mean, these are small stores, so. Yeah. those I think it's those startup bodegas that are, you know, convenience stores that they were putting up. Well, it just, it, it, it goes to show, I mean, people <coughs> are leaving those, yeah. New York, people are leaving California, people are leaving those places in droves because of the taxes, because of the, the climate, yeah. the politics, the bullshit that goes on there. The the no penalty for crime. Somebody can come bust in your window, take your shit, and the police will not even fill out a report. Yeah. And then if a, if somebody does get arrested, they're put right back out on the street, no bail. And then the prosecutor doesn't uh, doesn't go after anybody for less than a thousand dollars, so they know this. It's crazy, dude. Yep. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm in the wrong business. I need to start. Uh, Stormtrooper and some of these things, and, and it, I need to go to New York, go to California with an empty semi trailer. Now I need to just drive down the street and unload people's stores into my semi trailer, drive it back to Florida, right. and then eBay it all over the place. Yeah, I think you have a better conscience than that, Michael. Yes, I do. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, got to be evil. Yep. <clears throat> what it would be like to be twenty five again? Yeah. Think how many times we could get <coughs> right back out on the street. Right. So, um, there's uh, so, um, my second Amazon picture there. I, I neglected to put that yeah. up. All right. Ah, so check this is, out. Is that your semi? You know, up? <laughs> yes, yes, that's one of my semis. Um, SpaceX is involved in the war in Ukraine, apparently. This is according to C4ISRnet.com. SpaceX shut down a Russian magnet, electromagnetic war, warfare attack in Ukraine last month. The Pentagon wow. is taking okay. notes. Apparently, let me get a nice photo to put up of this. Ah, there's a SpaceX yeah. rocket. How about that? Russia's halting efforts to conduct electromagnetic warfare in Ukraine. It shows how important it is to quickly respond and immediately shut down such attacks, Pentagon experts say. The U.S. needs to get much better at its own EW rapid response, they said. We can learn a lot from how the private sector has handled these situations. Yada, 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 yada. Yada, yada, SpaceX. The next day, after reports about Russian jamming effort hit the media, Starlink had slung a line of code and fixed it, and suddenly that Russian jamming attack was not effective anymore. The EW technologist's perspective, that is fantastic, and how they did it is eye-watering to me, a government official said. So this is letting you know on a public forum, on, you know, in public, that we're in war with, you, with Russia. How, how can you not call that say we're not in war with Russia when we're thwarting their efforts with ammunition, their ammunition being this electromagnetic pulse, and we shut it down. Or a private company from our country shut it down. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's their, their loophole they're using, you know. 
crazy. But yeah, it, it's it's it, it would be impossible at this point not to be involved in some degree, you know, and in, not in an official capacity. But, you know, we have <laughs> the United States has interests in Europe <laughs> in that part of the world. So we'll be involved in some de- to some degree. So speaking about the aliens and Musk, because, you know, Musk owns SpaceX. There's our boy. There's a picture of Musk there at the uh, the Cowboy Rodeo thing at the Cyber Rodeo. Well, I put. Is that there up. any people there, or just cell phones? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, he's just got a bunch of cell Jesus phones. Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. This is okay. Enjoying the moment, people. This is according to TeslaRidey.com. Elon Musk unlocks 23 billion worth of tech Tesla stock options after a stellar Q1 result. So, in other words, they had targeted. Uh, targeted uh, revenue, targeted <coughs> how many cars they were going to build, all that stuff, and they beat those right. projections they beat so their, he unlocked some more money cool. for himself. <laughs> I thought he released it to for people to buy. No, he, for no, himself? No, but that's part of the way he's un, uh, getting at some money to buy uh, Twitter, and we'll get to that in a minute here. But um, Wow, okay. The, the Tesla stock... Is yes. doing okay as normal. I mean, it's still on that upwards trajectory. Um, Musk also has goals to meet to regard to Tesla's market cap, but those were comfortably exceeded by the company's $1 trillion valuation today. So what this is telling me is that company's doing fine, so I'll get to the Twitter money in a second, but it involves Tesla, and I'll just leave it at that. But Tesla do has a do do have a van here. It looks like the A team from back in the day. Of course, this is a artist rendering of of such things. Yeah, it's definitely A team A team esque. Yeah, if the A team was a show now, this is what they would drive. This Tesla, yeah, with the red uh, spoiler. And the right. red mag wheels. This is according to techiefiction.com, the Tesla van. For the past few months, it's been all over the news. This week, it was revealed that Tesla will unveil the Tesla van in 22 at their facilities in Hawthorne, California. Now, I have another picture, which is probably more realistic. It looks kind of similar to like one of those high top vans, like my son's torn around the country and, you know, one of those, uh, I don't know if they call them step vans or whatever, where you have additional conversion van. Yeah. Yeah. What's bizarre is I'm looking uh, on on the Yahoo search, Tesla stock price, yes. and nothing comes up. Oh, Usually, nice. like, it's right there. Oh, there it is. Wow. Wow. Okay, Tesla stock is down $3.73, but it's $1,005 a share. In 2020, it was around 100 bucks. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, we're, we're good at missing opportunities, huh? Yeah, well, wow. shoulda, coulda, woulda in one hand, a pile of shit in the other. You got the same thing. <coughs> no, I've missed tremendous opportunities often. I, that's what I do. I miss opportunities. <coughs> they say oh, that uh, these vans are going to start off at around thirty-seven grand, which means you'll be able to buy one probably. This is me talking off the thing here. Um if they're saying thirty-seven, you're probably buying it at around forty-five from a dealer. Yeah, and bones. I think that's pretty much what vans. If there was a bare bones, right? There'll be I a had a seven- conversion van back in the eighties. Did you? It's kind of cool. 
Yeah, with the captain's chairs and the TV. What was that? Up? What was going on with that? Your family had that, or I you was, had that? I had that. Yeah. Were you driving around? Mm. The, driving around a neighborhood with a sign that says "Help me find my puppy." Yeah, like free candy inside. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it, it wasn't a white one. <laughs> that was my next question. Because <laughs> you've no. told us that all everything has a white van. <laughs> yep. Just walk outside, look both ways. You'll see a white van. <laughs> Um, yeah, now it was a conversion van. It was gray. And, uh, yeah, I had it for like two years. It just became too expensive and yeah, sold it for a loss. You know how it goes. Yeah. I worked, I had a, had a van one time. My, uh, I was a work van. My job was luring kids into it. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's a bad joke. I said, I was going to say, who was anyway, here's another van type concept. This is a robotic van that will transport people much like a taxi so this one looks like it's at an airport type thing like you're outside the airport getting into your taxi and then maybe this one will take you in town or what have you but there's no bus driver there's none of that there's just bench seats it looks like it goes underground yeah it does look that way I, i i don't know what that whether that does indeed go underground maybe it just looks Maybe just lowers on the platform that they're on to aid people getting in so it's not as high of a lift, maybe. Or this way they don't have to have a wheelchair ramp, probably, too. If it's, you know, same level, so they lower it, maybe. Kind of cool looking. Yeah. I, I, you know, it didn't wow me. Does it say that? Yes, yes. It does. Wherever that rhyme goes, no, that was my for people who don't know what that is, that's my version of the the, the narrator on the monorail for Disney when the doors close. That was my uh, my shtick every time I flew in and out of Atlanta because they had the oh uh, right yeah they, I I memorized the recording that they had and it would be like we will be departing momentarily and then if somebody interfered with the door it would be like. Someone, like we're condescending, we are being impeded because <laughs> someone has impeded the door's progress. We will be departing momentarily. People. So I would do that. I'd stick my arm out and you didn't hear. We are impeded because someone has impeded the door's progress. And I go, great, when are we going to leave? And the thing will go, we will be departing momentarily. And people are like looking at me like, what? What? <laughs> That's great. So the Musk, good old Marta. Musk is literally leveraging himself to buy Twitter. He put up about fifteen billion of his own money, supposedly, and he just lined up forty six and a half billion to fund the offer of fifty four twenty a share. Wow! So that amazing. Yeah, that Mor- like Morgan you got, Stanley. You got that Bank much freaking yank. Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, and several other banks have promised to lend twenty five and a half billion. Backed in part by some of Musk Tesla shares, according to the filing. So he's kind of uh, put his shares up and said, hey, look, this is worth money. Give me the money. So Everything just screams, no, bad move. But, you know. 
No, yeah, I think it's a great I, move. I, I, I think it's going to be great for yeah. free speech. They're going to—he's going to unlock Twitter's potential. He's going to crash that algorithm. And even Jack Dorsey, who used to be the CEO, is uh, kind of leaning on his side. I didn't notice, but the board from Twitter—you know how much stock they own in Tesla? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, the board. The people on the not board. Not a clue. I'll—I'll I'll give a number. I'll say there's eight of them. Previously maybe, or yeah. now? Now. Previously or now? No. Okay. Previously and now, it's the same answer. Okay. Each one of them owns less than 1% of Twitter. They're paid okay. jobs to be on the board. They get paid a couple hundred grand a year to make these big decisions like not to sell. <laughs> right. Right. I, I, I wish I could say I was well, making this shit I up. I thought you said how, how, much, how much Tesla stock they own. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Twitter stock. No, I'm sorry. Okay. Did I say Tesla. I meant Twitter. Yeah. At first, yeah. Well, you might have. I don't know. I'm completely in a cloud. <laughs> but that's a, a cute little picture. It almost looks like Pee Wee Herman. Yes. Yes. I like that <laughs> one. How about, <laughs> how about this one? Hey. <laughs> Hear any good jokes lately? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> we got a, a Pee Wee Herman and a, yeah. a Vinnie Bobble, you know. Yeah. Mr. Cartel. Mr. Cartel. People have no idea what I just said. They have no idea what I'm referencing. With a rubber hose. Yeah, our our older older demographic totally gets it. All right. Do you have an air fryer? Nine o'clock. No, I I don't have an air fryer. I I gifted someone an air fryer. Don't buy uh, one at Best Buy. Apparently. Best Buy okay. recalls thousands of air fryers, air fryer ovens due to fire and burn hazards. <laughs> okay. okay. Then I guess I should return my stove. Yeah, because that works, right? Best Is Buy it, has uh, announced a recall of thousands of air fryers and air fryer ovens following reports of devices catching fire, melting, or burning. A news release from the Consumer Product Safety Commission says the recall includes 770,000 Insignia digital air fryers, Insignia analog air fryers, Insignia digital air fryer ovens sold online and at Best Buy stores throughout the U.S. and Canada from November 2018 through February 2022. They priced in range from $30 to $150, and now it could burn your house down. Oh, yeah. You leave anything plugged in long enough, it burned down. down. And, and, you know, I couldn't find the video I saw earlier in the week, but there was an electric charging station for cars. Yeah. And one Going of them caught fire, and it went like dominoes. They all started to catch fire. Like, the whole row of cars caught fire. Oh, wow. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, that can, that can get pricey. Yeah, well, I imagine, you know, you're facing some kind of situation where you may, I don't know, maybe you need, uh, I don't know. A plug? Yeah, maybe you're just looking for a place to plug in, and no, you can't plug in here, you know? Well, you plug in, and then you go inside. Oh, you know what? I'll kill two birds with one stone. I'll do a little shopping while I'm recharging out in the parking lot. You come come outside to a to an inferno, the entire parking lot's on fire. Because where, of yeah. uh, where you think you're you know, a Dave's charging station. <laughs> anyway, I actually yeah. had a, a memory come up on Facebook today. It was like six years ago. Today we went to uh, the beach in uh, in 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 Port Aransas, 
not Florida, Texas. It's about a three hour drive from San Antonio. And halfway there, we always stop at a, a pilot uh, truck stop. And six years ago, they had like 10 Tesla brand charging stations lined up in the parking lot. And I was like, holy cow. I go, someone has high expectations. So, you know, you'd be able to go from from San Antonio to the, the Gulf Coast right by Corpus Christi and get a charge halfway there if you needed it. How long it's only like 240 you? miles. What's that? How long does that take, you think? They, well, I know that some of the Tesla charges are like 20 minutes. You can get like a full charge in 20 minutes, hmm. or at least there was talk of that happening. Hmm. So I guess you can go inside. They had a McDonald's there, a Subway, uh, showers. It's a truck stop. Take a shower. <coughs> yes, you know? yes, that's what I want to do. I want to go to a gas station and take a shower. <coughs> Get yourself some uh, some country western CDs and maybe a DVD. Excuse and uh, excuse you me, know. Miss, do you do you sell music here? Yeah, we got both kinds, country and western. <laughs> yep, <coughs> yep. Get yourself a four locos and your car's charged. You're good to go. Yeah, yeah. No, not for me, dude. Not for me. No, no. Look, dude, I got an inhaler. You ever used one of these before? Yeah, but not for legitimate medical reasons. <laughs> Got what do you have, asthma? No, nah, dude, just uh, to open your bronchial tubes. And then I got, I got steroids, and I got prednisone. So you're gonna look got, like Lou Ferrigno next show. I got a, I got a nasal spray, which tastes like freaking dog crap. Uh, amoxicillin. Because I'm freaking poisoned. I just got my, my acetaminophen. And Mucinex D. Where is it? D. Gee, our, our, okay, our crap is lagging on my end. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm out on all that stuff, dude. I'm yeah, me too. I, I tried, dude. I tried. Wednesday, I, I gave in. Uncle. Best Buy has received 68 reports from U.S. consumers and 36 reports wow. from Canadian consumers about the air fryer ovens catching fire, burning, or melting. Wow. And that's just the ones that are reported. Yeah. <coughs> These include seven reports of minor property damage and two reports of injuries, including to a child's leg. Well, how did he get his leg in there? <laughs> it was, it was uh, not Bernie Getz. Uh, who's, who's the guy, you know, the guy, yeah, the guy, the guy from the, the thing. Yeah. With the, the, with the barrel of acid in his living room. <coughs> I, bad? Of, I don't know. Listeners are yelling at us right now. Who's the guy. Oh, whatever. Yeah, Bernie Getz was the guy who killed the kid in the subway. Yes. He was the subway guy. All right. And who's the other guy? Jeff Jeffrey Dahmer. There we Jeffrey go. Dahmer. Okay. <coughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. I thought he ate it, the victims. Was, I thought he ate them. Well, he was trying to put the the you know, the child into the air fryer. Nice. That's the connection I was trying to make. Yeah. But yeah, he, yeah. He, was, yeah. he was killed in prison. By the way, if you're keeping score. Well, yeah, because he uh, he I think on more than one occasion he had sex with some part of a dead body and then ate it yeah Whatever. no I, i'm serious that, that's a real thing 
I, they're out there. There's sick people everywhere. Speaking of death, <coughs> this Speaking is going to smell like death. And no, I didn't just fart. This right here is called a corpse plant. And yes, Rollins College in Central Florida in Orlando Winter yes. Park area there has two of them which are expected to bloom next week. Now, the reason why I bring this up is two this is called I'm gonna I'm gonna try this scientific name. Anamorphophallus titanium, better known as the corpse plant, are expected to open up sometime next week. The pair of endangered corpse plants are in Rollins College greenhouse and could start blooming as soon as Monday. Officials say that corpse plants are famous for being among the world's largest plants and most difficult to cultivate. It can take more than 10 years for one of them to bloom, and they rarely wow. bloom in captivity. And then you got two of them at the same time. That's almost unprecedented. This is according to WFTV.com. So I, I mentioned this to Lisa, and she said yes, because they call it a corpse plant, because when it blooms, it smells like death. I would imagine. Yeah, so, I, I've heard of it before. So now she wants to go see these. <laughs> that morbid curiosity. I well, she's a she's a garden type person. She she likes flowers and yeah. planting stuff yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, what do you do? Do you do you put the Vicks vapor rub under your nostrils there to cut out the smell? Well, isn't the reason to go visit it the curiosity of what it actually smells like? Why would you want to cover up the smell? Well, I think if that's you might why... also want to capture a picture of it because it's probably rare yeah. that you see pictures of it if it doesn't bloom. But what's it look like years. when it's bloomed? Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't go that far. I went with the actual picture from the actual place here. So I don't know. Is, there's see. a there's a plant out there. I think it's called an amaryllis. Yeah, we and, have those. Okay, and and it's the it, correct me if I'm if I'm right or wrong. It's the plant that kind of grows all year, but it blooms around Christmas time. I, Does that I, sound right? I couldn't tell you. I got some some of them blooming now, I think. Yeah, because we have one, and we've had it for years, and it hasn't done anything. And now it looks like it's going to bloom, which mm -hmm. is, I think is crazy because it was supposed to bloom during Christmas time. So, if that's the right name of the plant. So this, and I'll, probably, I'll probably get a text saying whether I'm right or wrong right. soon. This plant here, this corpse plant here, this uh, that's about five feet or so in height, looking at some of wow. the ones where people are standing next to it. And see the cabbage-like leaves toward the bottom of that big stem? Yeah, there? yeah. That's the actual flower that's going to open up, and it's going to be like a purplish-reddish color, probably. Eh, okay. Yeah. And this kind of looks like a like a dog, dog wiener, the way it's popping out of the, the sheath there. Nice. You like that? Re reduce your <laughs> reduce your your vision there to Mike. This is bottom a children's denominator. show. We don't need well, that. This is, I don't know about that. Wouldn't that be something if it's if it's like a uh, what was that uh, the movie Rick Moranis was in the movie? <laughs> it, was a, it, was a play. It, it does kind of remind me of that uh, the Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, so. yes. Might be something Feed me, Seymour. Opened up and just friggin' ate somebody the first day. <laughs> it's very possible. If it's five feet tall, like you say it is, it just might. There's some of them that I'm seeing that are bigger than that here. There's a there's one with a group wow. of people standing around looking at it, and it's it, it's easily nine feet tall from what I see in this one. Picture. Wow. So I don't know. 
Yeah, I'll let you know yeah, if we go. I'm looking at them too now. Kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah, I never wow. thought I'd be talking about flowers on a podcast before. So, right, got that going for us. So, our boys yeah. oh. at White Castle, our friends at White Castle. Guess what they've decided? Yes. Um, make Mike Mike sit in line for over a half hour last Sunday to get freaking food. Nice. That's that's good. They're opening up no? another takeout only location. Remember when, before they opened up, they did a takeout only thing uh, near yeah, the Magic the, Mall. A, the kitchen something or other, or yeah. it's really kitchen, something like that. This is according to OrlandoWeekly.com. White Castle plans to open a takeout only location next to its next to its existing Orlando location at the Village in O-Town West. So it's not literally next to it, but it's close. The 1,800-square-foot spot right Okay, right next to the largest White Castle in the world would solely handle pickups for online orders or delivery services. Hmm. So yeah. they are. They're going to build one right next to it, basically. Excuse me. So we did, we did, we did 10 burgers with uh, chicken rings. I thought I was getting onion rings, and then we ended up being chicken rings. Uh, large fry, I think another fry, a couple sodas, 28 bucks. <clears throat> Not bad. And I had, we had uh, leftovers. Yeah, had you been to Portillo's or no? Yeah, it's right next yeah, to the one there. Yep. Yeah, I like yeah, that. it was. Uh, it was. It, it wasn't that busy, but it just it was just slow, slow. I guess it's like a, a slow process to get these burgers cooked. Was there a lot you of know? people working there? Yeah, it was a good amount of people. They had a, they had one poor poor guy. Overweight, hefty guy. They had him running back and forth, running credit cards, and running here, running there. Jeez, poor guy. Well, right but now, that, this is good. That world's largest location here, 4,567 square feet, they'll be operating at 24 hours starting in the summer. There's not an exact date, but the current hours are from 7 a.m. to 4 a.m. Wow. That's, why would you stay open till four? Not to um, why not just go twenty? I mean, it has to be a labor issue if you're not going. It's three a, more a labor hours. issue, a, a labor issue, and uh, probably cleaning. You know, yeah, you have to close and kind of clean things. You know, I worked at a I worked at a Burger King in Austin that was open until four in the morning, and I used to have a shift a couple times a week that was eight p.m. to four a.m. And 11 o'clock, you started cleaning. <laughs> then at 2 o'clock, the bars close. And being a, a gigantic freaking college town that Austin is, we would get a line. We would get a rush at 2 o'clock in the morning, and it would run for about an hour and a half. <clears throat> and at 4 o'clock, another crew would come in and, and clean. They back open in, back up like 6. Back in the day when, uh, when I would enjoy some cocktails. Um, you remember those days. Um, those days, yes. I, I I think my brother and I went to Taco Bell after a night out very late. And the next morning, the next morning I went to the car after being out drinking and stopping at Taco Bell. And it looked yeah. like somebody bought one of those 12 or 20 packs of tacos and put like a bomb <laughs> yeah. in it. And it exploded all over in the car. There was shit everywhere in the car, dude. Like we couldn't wait till we got home. You know, we, we <laughs> immediately started... That's the last thing you can try to eat while you're driving is a freaking taco. Yeah, I agree. Or anything Mexican. You know, you can eat, oh, God. 
Yeah, you, you can't do it. Um, which car was this? I don't know. I think probably the Buick, the blue Buick. That was a car. <coughs> it looked like a grandpa car. Everybody kidded me about the car, but it had it had a turbo. It was it was a good car, man. That car could haul ass. When I when I worked at that uh, that airport parking lot, I told you about. You yes. know, when cars would come in, I, I'd take their license plate number down and stuff like that. And whenever a guy like our age or younger would come in in a Buick, and I'd be like, uh, "Whose car is this?" He goes, "Oh, it's mine." I go, "No, come on, you're nowhere near 65." Right. Yeah. Old Oldsmobile was the same way. Oldsmobile, Lincoln, Cadillac. Yeah. It, it, I had a friend in Jersey. He's called Oldsmobile, and like their tagline, "A family car with balls." <laughs> hey, my grandfather <laughs> drove them for years. Yeah, no, it, it's... we were a Ford family. Galaxy five hundreds, Maverick, yeah, LTDs, Crown Vicks. <laughs> That's what happens when your family works for Ford Motor Company. Yeah, no, you get a little discount there and everything. So yeah. The United States Post Office is announcing they're going to be even slower now. Is that is, <coughs> is that even possible? Right. This is according to WFTV.com. The United Postal Service announced new delivery standards that will have mail moving more slowly to get to its destination. So they're planning to slow down the mail. This is an on-purpose thing. It's implementing the changes to service standards for first-class packages effective May 1st as part of the, of the agency's ongoing effort to reduce costs. The new standards will equate to an extra one to two days for some packages traveling over long distances, though most package delivery times will be unaffected. Okay. Uh, it, it, uh, maybe I'm just bad at business. But wouldn't you want to get something out of your hands quicker to be more efficient? Yeah, I, I got a, I got another related story about that. I'll get to it in you a know? second. So that you slow down the amount of mail, so less mail leaves your hand per day. The same amount of mail comes in per day, and you have more packages as needing more warehouse space. I I don't I don't get it. You know, yeah, maybe, well, this is maybe I'm wrong. This is after the USPS filed notice with the Postal Regulatory Commission for its intent to raise prices for its first class rates by 6.5%, which would make a forever stamp cost 60 cents up from the 58 cents. Wow. And that's that's just the paper envelope. Like, like I, I have some online yeah. businesses and I do a lot of shipping. They get me coming and going. Yeah. I mean, they got a gun on my friggin' head. They're making more money than I am on some products. It's yeah, sad, I, but that's that's the God's honest truth, man. I, I don't know. I don't know how mom and pops do it, you know, with, with shipping. It, it's it's ridiculous. I like, you know, you send a gift to uh, you know, my my grandkid over in in uh, uh, Vegas or in Colorado, and it's like sixty bucks to send a package. I'm like, whoa, what do you mean? How, what? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. They need to privatize it. Somebody, you know, with a good business mind needs to needs to just buy it from the government or contract it from the government or something, and yeah, it'll run. Get Musk, have Musk do it. They'll figure that. They'll yeah. figure that shit out. Well, you know, I, I, you can't even. It makes better sense to get on Amazon.com and have it sent than it is to buy it yourself, wrap it yourself, and freaking send it. It, it just 
it's more economically feasible. It's just disgusting of how the prices went. I used to ship my bicycle. I used to go to my uncle's house in Washington, and I would take my bike, and I would mail it to myself in Washington, and I would mail it back, and it cost me like 20 bucks each way. A bicycle. Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, those days gone. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny because I, I, I have a re- related story here. I did some business with one of the major box stores, the Home Depot. I did business yes. online with them because I wanted to buy a little utility shed, a storage shed for the backyard. I wanted to get something I could put together myself. So right, I got a nice right. one. It was it was expensive, you know, but I've seen a lot more expensive. I've seen nicer. I've seen bigger. I've seen smaller. I've seen less expensive. This was kind of in the middle. It's a sweet spot for me. It, it worked out. Took Lisa and they I got some good deals. I've actually looked at them before, and I was kind of impressed. Like, you could buy – you literally could buy a garage yeah. kit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and have it delivered and set it up in your backyard. Yeah, so what I did was I went down a couple miles down the road. There's a little pallet place. They repair pallets and make pallets and send pallets back and forth, you know. And uh, I went in and started talking to the guy, and uh, he gave me some pallets for free. So I used that as the base. I got some plywood. I as a foundation. Yeah, cool. you got some plywood and put it right on top of that, and everything worked out where it would everything would fit just perfect. So I didn't have to cut anything really, you know. And then, uh, then we put this this utility shed up. It took me about a week to get this shed from Home Depot. They didn't have one in stock anywhere near me. So I said, okay, go ahead and ship it. So they send you. When it when your order is initiated, they send you a tracking link. Right. You can click right. on it, and you can track your package anytime, anywhere. So yep. the first day I, I clicked it, it was in Plant City, Florida. And I'm like, awesome, cool. Shit, this shit will be here tomorrow, man. Shit, maybe I can go meet him on 75. You know, I'm thinking all this stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. From Plant City, it went to Lake Park, Georgia. Then uh, Just Georgia? Oh no! <laughs> then it went oh, to some uh, some other facility in Georgia where it was sorted three hundred and thirty pound box that barely fit in the back of my pickup truck. Okay, it's got a seven by right. seven shed in there. It's it's huge. It definitely takes several people <laughs> to move this thing. And it went to several locations in Georgia. Then it shipped down, you know, in Central Florida where where I'm at. And it took oh, a it week. Didn't, it didn't go. It could have been worse. It could have went to Detroit. Yeah, right. You, you ever take a flight like that? Yeah, where it we doesn't a, make any we sense. We took a flight. One, yeah, we took a flight from St. Louis to Orlando with a layover in Detroit. Like, right. really? Oh, but even worse is when you uh, use your air miles. Yeah, you have no say. Try to use free air miles with with Southwest, a discount airline. Yeah, and you'll go from San Antonio to Las Vegas to San Diego before you go to Cabo San Lucas. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, free flight. Hmm. As long as you have time, you have, it's free. So cool. You get your shed put up. Yeah. No, it was it wasn't as easy as I thought it'd be, but it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be either. It's uh, you know, I, okay. I I've seen. Was it delivered to store or delivered? Hmm? Was it delivered to the store or delivered curbside? Oh no, it was delivered to the store. I had to go pick it up. For another yeah, sixty yeah. bucks, they would have sent it to my house, and I was like, "No, right? I'll take it. I'll, yeah, I'll go there. You'll put it in the back of my truck for me, and I'll right. I'll I'll get in my truck <clears throat> and I'll push it from the 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 bulkhead 
back to the tailgate with my feet, with my back up against her. I pushed it to the edge. Good back. Then I pulled the truck forward, and it just dropped right out the truck. Didn't have to lift it or nothing. <laughs> no, it was good. Yeah, I, I pulled around on the property right where I wanted it, so it went right there. And uh, we, did, uh, we did a video, a time-lapse video of us putting it together. So I'm going to release that here soon. It's going to be interesting. Was it done in a day? Uh, well, we didn't get started till like 4.30 or so the day I, I picked it up. So uh, it took us till about, we spent about three hours on it, and then we spent about an hour and a half the next day. So two of us, about five hours, you know, not we're not bad. super mechanics and stuff, but you didn't need a lot of tools. It was just, it was, it was kind of a weird put together. It was almost like Legos. It's a Rubbermaid product. It's rubberized. It's not the uh, wood okay. or metal. But it does have windows. It does have a ventilation system. You can upgrade and get these hanging racks and all this stuff. But anyway, I just needed cool. stuff to put the lawn equipment and stuff in. And the garage is a little bit smaller than what I had before. So I wanted to make sure that maybe if I get the lawn equipment out there, maybe I can, you know, have a little more room for the Internet businesses and stuff. So anyway. Cool. So cool. there's mosquitoes are out. Do you have mosquitoes out by your house now? Dude, I haven't been outside in a week and a half, but uh, yeah, we last year they were so bad we actually had to call the county and have the county come out and spray. I was trying to to plant some lily of the Niles around the border of our <laughs> of our property. Yeah, and I couldn't it would I couldn't breathe because they were swarming, dude. I've never seen so many mosquitoes in my entire life than we do right here because we are literally. We back up to a, a preservation area that is a swamp come summertime, and it's bad, real bad. Like, holy shit, disgusting bad. Well, in Hillsborough County, Florida, that's in the Tampa area, if you're not like, familiar. Yeah. Mosquito fish fight mosquitoes <laughs> before the insects can <laughs> bite by eating mosquito larvae. So, <laughs> Hillsborough County... <laughs> I like all these sound effects, dude. This is fucking great. Oh, dude, I thought I was on freaking... No, dude. I thought I was on... I appreciate you. No, it's all right. Sorry about that. Anyway, in Hillsborough County, they're giving out mosquito fish. So, I don't know. Are you supposed to throw these fish in your yard, or how's that work? I think they want you to put them in... uh, in, intentional standing water like koi ponds horse troughs rain barrels they're small enough to hide from predators and their favorite food is mosquito larvae so i've got a picture if you're watching on twitch.tv slash both mics that's what mosquito fish look like they look like little tiny minnows cool. yeah yep we we have like you know, you know what a bandit sign is i'm not sure what that is no a bandit sign. It's a, basically usually it's like a yellow sign and it's like three bedroom, four bath, one house. Okay. You know, return on investment, one hundred twenty percent. You yeah. know, or any other sign that people basically put out. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a company out there called Mosquito Hunters by our area that's putting signs out. Now there's ads popping up on Facebook, and uh, I'm like, that would be a great company to have. You know, just be called Mosquito Hunters and, and take people's payment for that, and then you call the county. And have the county come out to the house for free and spray for mosquitoes. That sounds no? like a great business model, Mike. Why don't you start that? Perfect business model. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a conscience nowadays. 
Well, like my my neighbor's cutting his grass. Now? Yeah, dude. We need to cut our grass. It's been like a month. We're too damn lazy. All right, so I, I thought about this. I thought maybe I'll get some of these fish. Maybe I'll drive over to Hillsborough County and get some of these fish, right? And maybe it'll, you know, maybe I can make it funny or something. Things to know about this. To receive fish, you need a photo ID showing that you live in Hillsborough County. Ironically, you don't need one okay. to vote, though. County staff will scan or enter your ID information into the county mosquito database. Quantities okay. are limited, and mosquito fish will only be available while supplies last. Mosquito Makes fish sense. facts. They're small, native freshwater fish that eat mosquito larvae. Yada, 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 yada. They don't lay eggs, and there's no special environment for breeding. Okay. And then they broke this down. They're going to have it all over the Tampa area. I, I, I don't know if uh, other counties will follow suit, but mosquitoes are nasty, dude. They're big. Don't, don't look at that one. Yeah. Suck the blood yeah. right out of you. Yeah. They're... They're they're girthy here in Florida, but we we have a huge problem. 